and it's Thursdays with Arnie. I'm Reginald Grant. We have a special guest today, Perry Barber, the first female, or one of the first female umpires in baseball. Her picture is actually in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So, Arnie, Perry, what's up? Well, let me let me introduce Perry as a, as she has been a dear friend of mine. She's she grew up in New York. We're both New York. Yeah, yeah, diehard Met fans. Uh, Perry is a, a one of the brightest people. She was on Jeopardy and was a champion. So all smart that people like to be a smart people. And, 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 Why do you think I'm hanging around with you guys? <laughs> you elevate us. She has some amazing causes that she's, uh, you know, interested in. Mostly, it's it's all with you know women in pro sports and women in in just life and trying to do it. Go, you go ahead, Perry. Let's talk with you with you. Thank you, Arnie, and thank you, Reggie very honored to be your guest i've listened to the podcast and it's fascinating you have some very impressive guests who are changing lives and careers for other people and it's very important to have mentors and people that set an example for other people to aspire to and especially as arnie mentioned in baseball until very recently there were very few women that young girls could look at and say wow she's doing something that i want to do and now that i see her doing it i think i can do it too until 10 years ago there just weren't that many women in any capacity in baseball that girls could look up to and and think about doing the same thing themselves yes so many opportunities in front of the the scene and behind the scenes and, and just being a part of the process. Absolutely. And I got to give you one thing that you didn't know. Reggie lives with what? Four women. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have that so he sensibility knows. about you. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> yeah. Men that grow up in predominantly uh, female dominated households, have a definite insight into, into I'm going to say manhood, <laughs> literally, that a, a lot of guys never get. Um, they, He's so good for women yeah. about his girls. So I, I understand that about you now, that, yeah, that's the aura that you project is one of um, intelligence and sensitivity and Inside. I don't know. Everybody wouldn't say that. Well, except for that first shout, which kind of scared me a little bit. Tack has not always been one of my I strong wasn't points. I was ready for that, but I, I've experienced people shouting at me on the ball field. I know you have. Reggie, I mean, uh, Perry, I got to ask you a question. Have you ever thrown out someone on the who was on like the forty man roster? Because, but let me uh, break this backtrack. Uh, Perry goes down to the spring training, and she's one of the umpires in, in all the games. Like, and the thing is, she's her she works out of the New York Mets operation. So I gotta know and tell us a funny story and confrontation you might have. Well, I'm very lucky to have forged a. a relationship with the Mets of starting in 1985 when I was hired to umpire 
spring training games for them when they were in St. Petersburg. And that was basically just serendipity of having umpired the Mets fantasy camp. And a Mets executive saw me umpiring the fantasy camp and just out of the goodness of his heart, walked up to me and said, would you like to umpire some spring training games? Wow. And from that, um, I still umpire uh, in Port St. Lucie almost every spring training. I've umpired for most of the teams down in Florida now. But spring training is the only time that I umpire any level of professional baseball. Okay. Um, the rest of the year, I, I'm down in the trenches with the high school, college umpires, Doing yeah. men's adult leagues like men's the ones that you league. play in. Yeah. Still want to get out there and call some pitches while you're Oh, man. I, I, you know, Reggie, what I told Perry. I'm a pitcher's umpire. I was going to, the first pitch of the game, if Perry was behind the plate, I was going to do it about three, four inches off the plate. I want to throw fast. <laughs> and I wanted to see, and if she called it a ball, I was going to argue. <laughs> and I was going to force her to throw me out. And as soon as I got an injection, I was going to, because she'd have to take her man, I was going to plant a wet one right on her. And I said, you've never been thrown out like that. Uh, that would rate a suspension. <laughs> <laughs> Not just an ejection. Yeah. You'd be in big trouble. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, but, and I heard, you know, it's really interesting because she does a lot of the, you know, that the league I was playing in, she does the World Series when, you know, it's out in Arizona and stuff. And a lot of guys that I know who would play, I didn't always go and play on the teams, the tournament teams. I was always invited, but it was. But you have a reputation. They, yeah. they all know you. Yeah. So, and they all told me, they said, we had this young lady do our play. She was the best umpire. It was Perry. Oh. And I got that from everyone who, who had her in the games would say she was the best. And well, I'm very glad to hear that. I have the advantage of having gone to umpire school at the very beginning of my career. Mm-hmm. So right from the get-go, I learned the the best way, the best techniques, the Tao of umpiring, which is very important. Not just in umpiring, I'm sure you know. because You're a pro is pro. Right, yeah. Because a lot of things that you learn on the ball field, you can take to life. and apply to your relationships. Right, of course, life. to life. Uh, very yeah. important lessons, which is why I, I laugh sometimes when I see ball players get upset with themselves and, and come unglued because something goes wrong and something doesn't go their way. And I, I think to myself, if they just paid attention to what happened, they wouldn't get upset. They would be able to analyze it and figure it out so that it doesn't happen again, so that they don't repeat the same mistake over and over and over. Right. And I see that a lot, and it's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. And it's it's usually because people just aren't paying attention. They no. set up blocks. They set up roadblocks to the absorption of information. And if they would just let go of that and you know, learn the lessons that baseball or, you know, life. You know, it's amazing. I tell people I've learned so much more from the games I've lost and the mistakes I have made, you know, like that's how you grow in life. Throwing a flat breaking ball. And then I would say, okay, well, I can't do that again. And just the whole aspect. And I always tell people, I've spoke to young kids about this. I have never hung my head on walking off a ball game. 
even games I've lost, I've felt lousy, but I've never hung my head basically because I honestly can say, and I'll say this without anything, I could look in the mirror and know I gave everything I you had. Put that forth day. your best and maybe effort. That day was I was lousy. It's not your day, but, but it you wasn't my day. Put forth put your best day. effort, and that was so important. And that's why when I look at the, the work that you do with all these kids, like she has the, this thing in Compton, you were going to right? Didn't they have that? Well, I give clinics, and yeah. when I work tournaments, I try to include an umpiring clinic for the ball players okay. because I feel that it upgrades their ball playing skills to have a little uh, insight into how umpires work and how they can. Well, didn't you have a whole thing in Compton where they you you were bringing people? I remember that. No, I was just working a tournament out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I and would love with to. women though. I don't have my own program. Okay, I, I just. You know, toil away on a very individual level. I, I'm not at the Justine Siegel level quite yet. Oh, yeah. but, <laughs> um, but I would like to get something like that going to train large numbers of, of young girls. Um, to, well, maybe we'll figure a way. Someone will hear it on this podcast. Well, and uh, Reggie's got a pretty big platform. He There's sure does. Well, I don't know about all that. We just want to add value to, to people. That's all yeah. we want to do. No, you are very influential, Reggie. And uh, it's just so great, Terry. I just, you and I have had a lot of laughs and fun and, you know, and I've come to respect all the things. As I said, I did a painting uh, called, If You Dream It, You Can Do It. I, I am uh, one of your many muses. Uh, you know, <laughs> in some of my, you know, artwork. And it's just, it, it's just, it's been such a pleasure when I listen to you because you're so positive. Oh, well, that's one thing I particularly admire about you, Arne, <laughs> is that you are an artist, and I cannot draw a stick figure. So when I look at your artwork, <laughs> I am just in awe. I don't even know how I could draw that either sometimes. <laughs> I, I look back and I'll go, I can't do that again. How could I do that again? <laughs> I have nice hands. Amazing to have that creative talent. Exactly. It is very impressive, and your artwork is just so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so very yeah. much. I'm humbled and honored as you say that. And Reggie always gives me accolades. And it's we're finding a way with our NFTs uh, to sell stuff. We have something now going on. You Remind know, me, what is an NFT? Non-fungible <laughs> Thank you. That's about so it. it's a digital asset. Okay, digital It's a asset. digital copy of picture. And, and one of the unique things we're doing in NFTs by athletes is we're creating the digital content and then adding the ability to own the physical product. Okay, yeah. They, they're doing that with baseball cards now. Oh, yeah. They, yes, yeah, they'll, they'll be doing new... it more extensively. All of the cards oh, will gosh. eventually be on uh, NFTs because that allows you to follow the trail of ownership. Right. So eventually all of those sports collectibles will be connected to an NFT on the blockchain because it just allows you to track ownership. Okay. All the way back. Memorabilia. I mean, Playboy has gone into with, you know, their their collection of artwork, you know, from, you know, the, the drawings and everything. Right. Everything. Yeah. I just heard Tiger Woods they have some shells. Yeah, Tiger's got, uh, everybody's going to Tiger's be in the NFTs. The NFL, the NBA, yeah. Major League yeah. Baseball. Baseball just cut a new deal with uh, the owner of uh, Fanatics, Rubenstein. Uh, so they have the baseballs now going wow. to be 
uh, tied into a company that actually will create the digital content no, stuff. I so don't know. I'm, I'm it's still, all. I'm still using a princess phone. <laughs> <laughs> the only I, thing I like my for princess. sure is death, taxes, and change, yeah. and everything changes. Uh, you know, every time I'm with him, I feel like I'm becoming a geek. <laughs> and uh, you know, well, you're definitely it. becoming smarter. <laughs> well, yeah, but he he could tell you every time we have to get one of those video conferencing, he knows I'm not the fan of that because I'll be going, Reggie, what's going on? And he'll go, unmute the mic. I, go, <laughs> I never touched the mic. I don't know where it is. And it's, it, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. We, as a matter of fact, we have uh, an auction coming up with artwork and NFTs and we're, for, oh. for, we're giving it to some charities and kids and stuff. It's, oh, uh, yeah, he's, he's going to explain it to me in a little bit. Uh, I love that. Yeah, that's See, what we to do. To me, that's the point of having money and influence. Without to a do question. good things with it. Yes. To make other people's make lives other better. Make other people feel good. Yeah. That's what Reggie's exactly. big mantra is. Elevate others. In, in, right. Elevate you. Elevate and enriching others elevates and enriches you. You know, and, and I'm learning that now, and I'm trying to put good energy out in the universe, and it's coming back. It really is coming and it's just it definitely been, is because I got to tell you when I met you you were one gruff <laughs> he's still gruff and grumpy <laughs> I, I was a little nervous when I first <laughs> met you. you you came up as as pretty you know hard to hard to hardcore yes hardcore well but, I just it's it's you know what it is that's my inward nature of when I'm on a ball field you're the you're the, I'm gonna win true competitor I, I'm exactly not, i'm not here to all win. about the competition yeah. as i tell people pushing not, yourself to the limit i'm not here to win friends i'm here to win games exactly and that's how i play and that's why when some people will look at my artwork and they'll see some of the things i paint like you know do you dream it you know a little girl or or puppies and unicorns and they'll tell me are dancers you? at the cotton club yeah <laughs> people will they'll say arnie you didn't paint this you didn't paint you couldn't have. You were so mean on a field. Where does that part come from? But I guess we all can have that. And that's something. The the dichotomy of an individual is nice. Whoa, that's a big word, but you're a Jeopardy person. You got the yin and the yang going. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love that. I yin love and that. the yang. And I love doing what we're doing now. I love to, I'm so psyched on a Thursday, knowing that it's a Thursdays with Arnie. Oh! It's always an adventure. It's great. It's great. And like I say, right now we have Perry Barber, Hall of Fame Perry Barber. And that's what I, and as a kid, that's all I ever wanted to be a pro ball player and being a Hall of Fame, which you couldn't even think. And I'm sitting next to a, a girl, a girl in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Arnie likes to inflate my credentials. I'm not in the Hall of Fame. I'm sitting right next to him, right here yeah, in Reggie's but, office. But my picture is in the Hall of Fame. Okay. And I'm very fortunate that it's been hanging there. Well, uh, in the display on the second floor, Great. three photos above Gina Davis <laughs> in her, a league of their own uniform. Oh, that's so. I, I'd like to tell people if you go to the Hall of Fame, go to the second floor to the Women in Baseball Diamond Dreams, and I'm at eye level, and Gina Davis is down at your knees. So, that's but, great but i'll tell you what it's very humbling as well as elevating oh. knowing that that because oh. i've gone and stood right next to it and people walk by me and i'll say 
will you take a picture of me standing next to my picture? And they'll look at me and look at the picture and look back at me and they'll go, that's not you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know it is you. At one time in my sordid past, yes, it was. And you're a Hall of Fame in in baseball and a Hall of Fame person. Ah, thank you. Well, Harry Wendelstedt used to say that. He was my chief instructor at umpire school and he always used to say not everybody can be a major league umpire but everybody can be a major league person there you go yeah is that harry wendell's dad harry that's hunter's dad who passed away yeah harry is the father yes yeah Yeah. he was a long time national league umpire yeah and when i went to umpire school in 1982 for the first time hunter was about four years old five years old and, and now, how, now many, how long have you been in the, in, in, in the leagues? Well, Hunter's, I think, at least 15 years into his major league wow. career. And yeah, he's almost ready to retire. But I, I have to tell you, the big difference is when I went in 1982, there was nothing but resistance to women's participation. Really? And now there is no longer any resistance. But what we have to get past is the inertia the 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 not the lack of proactivity they can't sit around and wait for a woman to show up no they, they have to be, go out and recruit be proactive yeah. exactly go out and identify I, the women that I, would make good candidates i'll tell you and i fell into that category i jerry royce is a good buddy of mine and he asked me he put together a ball club and he wanted me to pitch against the silver bullets which uh-huh. was what's his name the knuckleballer phil negro yeah negro's yeah. ball club yeah and i said jerry i'd love to i said i gotta tell you straight out one of those girls takes a good swing off me i'm flattening her <laughs> and he goes arnie you can't pitch that <laughs> because i would have and you, you know have. because i would have been so like oh the competitive God. nature of you when it came out yeah, and he said, Arnie, I can't I'll tell you what, they had out. some good hitters on they those did. That's what I heard. teams. Yeah, they, yeah. You, you would have decked one of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, but, but when I told Jerry that, he goes, Arnie, I can't send you out there. You know, you, you'll kill somebody. Yeah. That's, see, that's the way I play. But I love it, though. I love it. Got to enjoy the journey. Smell the roses along the way. Oh, yeah. Elevate somebody. Tell them you love them today. And just embrace life yes. in a positive way. Well, I told my kitten. Does that count? Of yeah, course. That counts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's Thursday's Arnie. I'm Reginald Grant. You can find me at ReginaldGrant.com. I'm Arnie Costell. You can find me at ArnieCostell.com and my Instagram page, which has all my artwork. Uh hashtag or at sign or whatever. Arnie Costell. If they're on Instagram, they don't know how to find it. <laughs> right? You only explain it up to I people know, that don't I, know. I but they know time. already. You just say. I'm on Instagram, Arnie Costello. That's all you got to say. Okay. And you, Perry? And I am Perry Barber. I can be found on Facebook and Twitter, uh, at Perry Barber. I also uh, belong to the International Women's Baseball Center, which is at IWBC4, the number four, me, at IWBC4me. And you can find out everything that the IWBC is doing to get a girls and women's baseball museum built in Rockford, Illinois with spaces for kids to practice baseball and learn awesome. fundamentals of um, 
the executive side of baseball management and administration. It's going to be, a, it, it is already a very exciting project. So thank you for letting me talk about it. Appreciate thank it. you so much for being with us. We'll talk to you next week. I'm Reginald Grant, Arnie Costell, Perry Barber. I appreciate you. Have an exceptional day. Yes. Yes. <laughs>